fucking high. Welcome to the Low Mains Sun Show. The show starts. Please sit. Why don't you enjoy a cup of calming jasmine tea? Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that's joining us on this beautiful occasion. This is a great occasion. I'm going to tell y'all in a second because I don't want to tell y'all right now. Um, before I do get into anything, I do want to first get into... We have a very beautiful guest in the building. Um, he does have a lot of names. He does conspire by a lot of names, I should say. Um, one of the main names that you might know him from, from a previous episode, is The Agency. Thomas, back inside the motherfucking building. How you feeling, sir? I'm doing well, doing well. How about yourself? Hey, man, amazing, man. Thank you for joining us on this beautiful Tuesday. Thank you for having me. Hey, man. So, uh, Thomas, guys, uh, you might see him, or everyone that pays attention to my life and uh, everything that I fucking do, uh, you might see him in my social medias. Um, Thomas is the one that's hitting the gym. Thomas is the one making most of the food that I do be posting on Snapchat. Ladies, I don't be making this food. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. Don't let nobody else lie to you either. He, he, he's learning. He's learning. So. <laughs> Can we please talk to him about my first um, trap kitchen uh, etiquette man I had? So um, on my very first day, on as soon as Tommy, a.k.a. the agency, helped me move in, uh, after we got high on that first night, or I got high on that first night, um, I was like, I'm gonna make y'all some food, man, because, you know, motherfuckers get hungry after you moving some shit, bro. So, I'm like, yo, Thomas, I'm gonna make you some food. I grab my pot, you know, I put the water in it, and then I'm doing what I usually regularly do, you know. As soon as I put the water in it, I put it right on the stove. And I turned the uh, stove on, and I'm just waiting for the water to boil. The most funniest thing about this whole situation is Thomas was like, would you ask me? Uh, you mean, do you put any oil, some salt in it? Mm-hmm. You mean, um, you're like, what? Why? I'm like, that's how you make pasta. That's it. <laughs> I never put oil. I never put, um, like, sometimes I put salt, but, like, I never put oil. Just due to... Um, I would always stand by the thing. Like I think like that's the like the like the trap mentality like in me. Like I'm always by the stove, man. I'm constantly stirring. Some people don't like to do that, but they do <laughs> at the same time. You gotta stir it once and apparently this shit doesn't get stuck together. So everyone that is living like this <coughs> if you don't want your noodles to get stuck together and this is scientifically proven. I done this uh twelve uh, twelve other times after that <laughs> or more. Use some oil. Use some salt in your pastas, but, but not after the pasta's done, like he tried to do. Yeah, um, use it prior to <laughs> put it inside of the water. And I say all that to say this, y'all. Just like my pasta, um, we have been having a lot of growth in life recently, and like I've been talking to y'all about growth, and like I know like it's a word that most of you guys are like. Okay, I keep hearing it on your podcast, and like. I'm trying to do all the growing I can already, Ali. Like I've been eating, I've been eating right. I've been working out every day. Um, I've been reading books. I've been trying to keep my mind healthy. Like, what else can we grow on? Um, sometimes, for you to grow, you must see the process of your growth. You know, and 
um, you must realize uh, how far you come, bro. Um, this is the fourth, the fourth year anniversary, man. Like this is kind of crazy to me that we have made it four years in this bitch, four fucking years in this bitch. Amen, bro. Like. If we were a kid, like, we would have a baby dick right now, you know? <laughs> like, we, oh no, a toddler dick, right? Is a four-year-old a toddler? Yes. Alright, well, we would have a fucking toddler dick swinging out here for no apparent reason if the Low Maze Asylum show was a fucking show. I mean, a child. Um, childs are always shows. <laughs> uh... If anyone uh, made a kid to the Low Maids Asylum show, let me know so we can definitely send you some stickers. But dun 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 dun. Uncle Iroh is talking to them. He's crying. Shouts out to Uncle Iroh and the Avatar. Yo, Aang. <laughs> Aang was low-key cool, but uh, uh, <laughs> I will get into that in a second. Bro, but from the four, uh, the first year... Fuck it. He said true, true uh, humility is the answer to shame. Man. Mm. Uh... The first year of doing this, I think I was on a spiral path, man. Like I was telling like a lot of people, I don't think I was going to be here after that first year. Like, you know, like that first year was like, hey, man, let's have this last hurrah and um, we'll see where life takes us. Like life was very chaotic, like, you know, in the first year, bro. And but that first year taught me how to speak to people, you know, again. And that first year was the main catalyst of like what really got me into the passion of this you know okay um that first year we had a lot of episodes with a lot of people on there thomas and like it was cool bro like it was really dope but one of the main aspects about that shit man was um half of those motherfuckers weren't there like loyalty wise you know and like i can say that now you know and um everyone that jams to the show that like i used to rock with back in those days that we don't rock with uh anymore it's no hate i just don't rock with you no more you know um y'all did some slime ball shit that i don't agree with and you know we're gonna keep it moving after that <laughs> but uh, i st we stopped hanging out or like i stopped hanging out with so much people in that first year uh, due to I was kind of growing up, man, and I was seeing that a lot of people were hanging out with me for all the wrong reasons. Like, my nigga, like, can you believe that I only had friends that would hit me up at nighttime? Like, only at nighttime. To drink, to smoke. That is it. Like, you know, when the, when the sun goes down, uh, but they don't give a fuck about you through your 9 to 5. They don't give a fuck about you waking up. They don't give a fuck about, like, how you ate, nothing. Uh, hey, bro, you want to go fuck up your kidney again? Hey, bro, like, you want to go do this again? Like, hey, uh, and the crazy thing about it is, like, it's all fun and games until you really figure out, like, none of these motherfuckers give any shits about you. So, all the situations that you're talking about that you're going to be, like, you know, these are the best days of your life and, like, you know, these are the best days of da-da-da. No, because, like, 
in perspective, like your community, like around you, like doesn't even care for you. So you're living this like fake facade of disillusion. And that's what I was living and that's what I was waking up from, you know. Um, I can't say this enough, man. Like the first years were the year that, man, I used to post um, or I used to tape the fucking earphone on the roof of the car. And then, like, you know, like, hotbox the car, and, like, we and we would have an episode like that. Yeah. Um, our our noise cancellation <laughs> fucking shit was taking a beanie and taking a fucking earphone and putting the uh, earphone on top of the beanie so the noise cancels. <laughs> <laughs> like, it came a long way, man. Like, um, there was so much, like, hangover conversations that were had in that first year. Like... And there's some conversations, man, that, uh, that I hear and that, uh, you know, I'm on that come down. Yeah. And like, bro, and like, um, I can, I can feel like my anxiety and like, I can feel my like animosity. Like, and I'm like, bro, like this sounds like a very fragile person. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm a bit, like hurt people, hurt people, yeah. like, you know, and I say all that to say that, you know, I came to the world for therapy in that first year i released everything you know i asked the world for guidance and you know acceptance and it released all this you know bad energy out of my you know life which is friends you know whatever you name it um uh what is that shit called um perpetual um routines like like uh, or like things that i was doing over and okay. over yeah and um i released most of that my second year was because to show where i got here like i gotta show where but my second year Did you i was find yourself your second year no, no uh, my second year i was heartbroken again oh okay um i was talking again with um my ex um, and this is a nice beat. <laughs> he said the stomach is like the something of the body. It's like the sea of peace. He's like, my mind is like a vast ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so man, um, second year, um, I was trying to find out what love was again, and even though that I never knew what love was in the first place, you know, um, me and this person burnt down to shreds what we thought love was, and like, to the point that, man, like, I feel to this day that, like, she still doesn't want to see me, and like, I'm still okay with it, you know, but um, I still don't want to see her, because, and I think that she should be okay with it, you know, okay. but... I was going through, again, feeling bad for things that were happening. I think in life, man, I, uh, I was going through so much court cases and like so much, um, I should say, um, uh, animosity towards, uh, like judicial, uh, re like reprimand. Okay. That I, I like, I felt pissed that she. That she wasn't there to understand and like it was like oh this is your past catching up with you everything that you're going through right now like you know you were supposed to go through in the first place i'm like it was supposed to happen yeah i was like yo don't you ever wish yeah jail time or court yeah right on anybody yeah, right <laughs> and um 
So, <clears throat> so at that time, like this is going on, but like at the same time, she's trying to console. And the day, the day after, it's like no. But the day after, it's like I'm gonna console you again. But the day after that, it's like no. And but the fifth day, I'm gonna come to you and I'm gonna tell you that you are ripping my, out my whole spirit uh, because all I do is love you. And I'm like, I, I don't feel the love. Like if you're sending love towards this, I don't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and um, like where is it showing? Exactly. Part, yeah. So. I spent that year and a half of my third uh, going through court cases, fucking going through a legal battle that I should went through a long time ago, but like this shit caught up with me late and I'm glad that, I'm glad how everything kind of worked out, it worked out that way and that's it, you know? Okay. Man. And with that being said, like, I feel like a stronger person because like, um, one day, like, she called me, and, like, she wanted to call it quits. And, like, bro, I never felt happier, like, in my life. And, like, at that point, like, I knew that I gave closure to something that I had to give closure to when I was 19. And now I can kind of figure out what love is for myself again, you know? Because at the same time, due to even we still have the same foundational belief of me and her meeting at the age of 19, you know? So we still think... Love is still some type of trail from what we had, you know, that would never go away. And I think to what we had was toxic enough. Like toxicity was something that like I, I did so well in my early 20s, man. <laughs> and um, in more ways than none. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I think what happened after the court and after I stopped trying to mend the love and uh i mended my heart from a heartbreak i i figured out what what i wanted in life i figured out what my next step was i stopped putting other people in front of me and like i and i knew that that was like the biggest determinant like ever bro like putting this love in front of me like being like yo uh, this thing goes way ahead of everything else i got like going on like in life i need to fix this before anything else is fixed and that's not healthy for nobody no because i mean you gotta find yourself first you mean and and love yourself before you can love someone else facts and that's one thing that like you know i had to figure out and i figured that out with great friends like you know thomas uh like uh right here aka the agency uh nick um other friends that are no longer here like they low-key kind of taught me about like hey man like do you like and like that's one thing that like i always loved like the way that i can love myself is like do you like make art create like go out there but for you to create you need to have the right circle around you. And it only took me four years to get that right like, circle around me. And you know what? That's, that's really good because sometimes people don't even find that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The whole life searching for it, they, they won't find that correct circle. Facts. You know what I mean? And He said, I suggest you find out what you want in life. And Prince Zoku said, I want my destiny. And he said, what that means is up to you. Mm. And that's very true. Um, 
I also stopped living my life in the aspect of my of 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 others this year and like I'm very happy like I did that man like um uh I I started a new chapter uh and then now I want to start this new chapter with like a a very level head and I'm moving accordingly and when you start moving out of love and like when you start doing things that are for the benefit and for the uh, for the positive benefit of you bro like there's this random abundance of life that happens like thomas like i talk to you like about that like every day like yo why do things just go so great when like you start doing like good things for yourself i mean you're bringing in positive vibes you mean i mean mm-hmm. it just it just starts to click facts I mean, so mm-hmm. man um and one one major thing guys that definitely keeps my my mental sanity because i think a lot of y'all keep asking about um all of this shit sounds fun and games you know drinking tea sounds fun and games dude <laughs> like all of this shit like cool like meditate fun and games i get it but some of these people are like all right bro like how does that fit into me how does that like pertain to me and go i mean it it just depends. I mean, meditation for you is one thing, but it could mean something else for someone else. Drinking tea, you I mean like you have to find your own niche. Mm-hmm. You know I mean that puts you into that mood. You know exactly. I mean that puts you in that, that that zen that you're looking for. So, and one of the most easiest zens that you are looking for. Thank you, agency, for taking me there. One of the most easiest um, ways of meditation is by a form of uh, physical recreation. Uh, for other people that don't know what physical recreational means, uh, is go work out, go out there, you know, go do some things. Um, at least go run. the The way when you run, when you go do any uh, body exercise, anything about it. Uh, let me take you down the scientific side of myself. Um, I am a big science person. So when you run, uh, you have. Okay, sorry. So, or endorphins lifting out. It's it, true, but um, at the same time, man. Um, so on your on your idle times, when you're sleeping, when you're at home, mm. uh, when you're at work, um, in in the cavities of your brain. Um, but the same thing builds that kind of builds in your teeth, which is like that kind of plaque, uh-huh. like builds inside of your brain, like uh, inside the cavities. When you work out, a lot of blood rushes through there, so the cavities are cleaned out. So with that, like, man, the more of the cavities that are cleaned out, the more better that your your uh, brain works because you have more clear uh, blood flow e- coming electricity. Through. Yeah, and um, so with you working out, you're cleaning out your brain, you're letting out the happy dopamines, the endorphins. Mm-hmm. So like, man, but you're happy as fuck, getting a better sense of sleep. You know your body then, because like Thomas, like, all right, do you know before? Can you think of a time before you started working out that like you could look down at like one of your knees or like one of your like one of your certain like parts of your body, but like it didn't feel like a part of you like for like a second or like it didn't feel like whole. I mean, kind of, um, mm-hmm. because you mean like I was always into sports, okay. so you mean like I kind of knew when my body was hurting. You mean when mm-hmm. it was needing things. You mean when it needed rest. Um, but even like before I started like really working out and like 
fine-tuning everything you mean um, yes I could I could pinpoint some things here and there but I mean you always go past it because you think your mind can can do better facts so and we just keep pushing see Thomas is one of those folks y'all that um, he won't let pain none, nothing <laughs> stop him like <laughs> man he will finish regardless and I think that's the same type of uh, mentality that people should have like in their lives you know go ahead and get it and for four years straight y'all like I really hope that I showed y'all one thing actually two things which is consistency and go ahead and get it like yeah. <laughs> uh, consistency of just four years of coming straight to you live on a Tuesday that's pretty impressive hmm said life is like a dark tunnel if you keep moving by each step you will come to a better place man uncle iroh dropping major gems on us today (laughs) (laughs) it's um what's one thing man that you had to change out of your life thomas that made it for the better um like you said um letting myself like letting go of pleasing everybody because mm-hmm. i mean i like to help you know what i mean if you're in need i'd 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 lend you my last dollar if i had it you mm-hmm. mean um but sometimes that puts you in in a bad position later on mm-hmm. so um letting go of those friends that have been there since the beginning since you had childhood you know i mean um you feel like there might be good intentions for you, but you I mean like you said, they're kind of using you. They they only wanted you when you're around, when you're convenient. For real. So <clears throat> um, I had to start doing that, and by doing that, I had to better myself. And the way I did that was with the gym. Mm-hmm. You know I mean once I started doing that, people started. Well, you're not hanging out no more. You're not drinking with us. Not gonna lie, when you go drinking and then you go work out the next morning, it is not a good feeling. <laughs> it's the tough. It is. I mean, I've done a couple here and there still, and you feel horrible. You know what I mean? Um, I love it. And it's just, it's just better. You know what I mean? Like, I have a clearer mindset on things. You know what I mean? I can see, um, like you said, where the priorities were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, um, some, some still check up on me. Others, you mean, I haven't heard from them in months now. Exactly. But it's all right, though. You mm-hmm. mean, like you said, still have love for them. You mean, they, they, they teach you still about your past. You mean, to learn from it. Facts. So Our love is the Brooklyn way. And mm-hmm. I think we need them as, like, chapters or pre like precursor chapters, mm-hmm. like, in our lives. Like, hey, man, like, I, I low-key remember you from that chapter, like, in my life. So mm-hmm. thank you. I learned something from you. Yeah. And I think... All of those people, like, I think we learned a lot of great things from them. Um, uh, it, Th- Thomas met me, like, at a wild time in my life, too. <laughs> uh, met me in the fucking party times, bro. Like, I used to drink, like, a fish back in, the, like, those days. Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Lightweight. Okay, it's okay, though. Supreme lightweight. <laughs> Man, but um, how long have you been hitting the gym um, now? With you? Mm-hmm. Um 
shoot, it's been, I think like 10 months now. 10 months. My um, guy. How do you feel saying that? Like, I mean, I, I didn't believe I, I could do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the consistency is the main thing. You always have to uh, hold, hold yourself responsible for it. If you want change, you have to be the one to do it. You can't have anyone else do it for you. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, you telling yourself, oh, you know, I'm just going to miss one day. It's okay. Then it's going to be missing another day. Then another day. You know what I mean? Then a week. You know what? Even if you step your foot in the gym... On the day you don't want to go, that's still better than not going. Exactly. So, at least go inside the gym and not do anything. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. But then you're gonna start seeing yourself. Why am I standing around not doing anything? You're gonna do something, exactly. even if it's just walking on the treadmill for ten minutes. You know mm-hmm. I mean, that's something you're doing that you weren't gonna do earlier. So, facts. And for everyone that wants to hit the gym, that is like worried about other people or like other folks i know that it's a pandemic and every single gym are taking their covid procedures very heavily so we're not even talking about that so if you ever want to hey how about the pandemic ali we're not fucking talking about that right now so uh but the main thing i'm talking about is like the people that get um dis uh, discouraged mm-hmm. because of the environment at the gym like they're like i don't know like somebody might try to talk to me or like people might like um or people might stare at me because like i might be too fat i might be too skinny whatever you name it man um I want you to know one thing, that everybody is there working on themselves the same way that you should be working on yourself. Like, no one is above anybody in there. And honestly, no one really judges you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or at least they shouldn't. And, so, but they don't. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? And like, every single gym, and like, if y'all got any problems like that, please write the Low Mains Asylum Show DM, and me and Thomas will show up. Like, <laughs> we start showing motherfuckers <laughs> up on like it. So, yeah, but one of the main things is there's there's no judging. And I know we took that straight out of the textbook of Planet Fitness, but most of the gyms I go to, there's no judging. Like, and ladies, if you get in hit on, I know, I know sometimes y'all don't want to get hit on. Take it as a good thing. Cause sometimes I'd be getting hit on by these like females by the way that they look at me. <laughs> you know, I just let it happen because why do I let it happen? Because I think that I'm doing something really good at the gym and they are picking it up. I'm noticing the progress. Mm-hmm. Hey, they can look, but they can't touch. Yeah. And ladies, if they are looking, you know, um, just make sure that they're like do, doing a healthy look. If they're doing a healthy look, let it happen. You got it, girl. <laughs> what the fuck? You got it. <laughs> Uh, but go ahead and peacock. Go ex- ahead, let it happen. I do it once or twice. Hey, <laughs> hey agencies in there all day peacocking. Yo, hey. come see us. <laughs> um, but I do want to end this <clears throat> for your anniversary on this chill vibe. I think um, I would have probably thought about bringing in like every single year in an anniversary with like you know. Strippers, cocaine, uh, <laughs> the works. Yeah, you know, uh, champagne, uh, breaking the fucking chandelier by the end of the night, and like you know that that was exactly what happened in you know anniversary one and two, but three and four, nah, man, we ain't got time for that no more. Like no. I think right now we trying to we trying to grow, right? Yes, bro, we trying to succeed. We're trying to find ourselves, find the better version of ourselves that we want to 
100%. Thomas and... Um, I, I don't want them to hear from my mouth. Um, but the very last question I want before we kind of do our outro... Okay. Is, do you think that this traction of success is going to stop? No. You know what I mean? Like, not, not from seeing no. from progress. Mm-hmm. No. Hell no. Nah. Because so. consistency, if you just keep doing it, there's no fucking hope. Just yeah. keep doing it. Just do it. <laughs> Push uh, yourself. <clears throat> Take that extra step that, that you're scared to do. You know what I mean? Speak that extra word. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. don't be afraid. Like, because then you lose opportunities. Exactly. Do the things like, and bro, there's so much times that like, <clears throat> I used to come on like on a show every week and I used to say, um, if you're looking for a sign to jump, to do something for whatever it is, this is it. Mother nature is telling you this is it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like trust your gut, trust your fucking gut. And mother nature is speaking through me to tell you. <laughs> that it's six o'clock. Yes. <laughs> that it's six o'clock and it is your time. All right, y'all. They call me Low Main. They call me Low. Uh, I do got an Instagram. The Instagram goes by Fresh Prince of the underscore West. So it's Fresh Prince of the West, but Fresh Prince of the underscore West. Uh, I do post pictures. I don't go on there uh, normally anymore that much. Just because uh, I've been floating more and social media has been really been creeping me out. I'm going to just keep it straight a buck with y'all. <laughs> um, but I am on Snap more. Like I do post on Motivational Mondays. I do got the Swipe Up Tuesdays. Uh, hateful Wednesdays. Find out what the fuck we hate on on Wednesdays. But I love y'all and I'm going to pass it to the agency. Uh, okay. So my Insta is chinkadink7. Chinkadink7. Seven. Hey. Uh, my snap is mexachin77. Um, if you guys are having any trouble, you mean with those spellings, you mean just write on to her, and uh, we'll we'll DM you the correct uh, information. Hey, and if y'all need any like any types of chef uh, recommendations, <laughs> make sure to holla at, at my boy, man. Uh, real soon, we do got something coming to you guys visually on YouTube. Um, I am still talking to him about it, and we're going to bring it <laughs> to you live. Um, I think it'll be a really cool show that you guys would really like to watch. Um, it'll be a YouTube series. Okay. So, we, we, can, we can work with that one. Exactly, <laughs> bro. <laughs> man, but on the last thing that I do want to let y'all know on the four-year is, as always, drink your water. Tip your bartender. Peace.